Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hi, happy Cinco de Mayo. I know. Oh, yeah. We keep forgetting. I got to bring in some fun music for that. I'll try to find something for the last segment for us. Yeah. Yeah. I really, you know what, I could go for some Mexican food right now. That sounds so good. I mean, that yes. always sounds, when does that not sound good? It always, that's, it's true. For me, I, I love it. I could eat Mexican three times a day. Oh, oh yeah. Hands down. Did and you, Do you guys, did you ever celebrate Cinco de Mayo a lot? Was that something for you guys? So or? in West St. Paul, where I grew up. We went yes. hard on Cinco de Mayo. Okay. I was out in San Diego for college, and that was like bigger than St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. I've Cinco de Drinko, yeah, we called it. Cinco de Drinko. You know, the, the, and the population, too, you know. Yeah. I mean, if you're in Mexico or any place with uh, a lot yeah. heavy Hispanic. And the West Side, I've, I've had Cinco de Mayo nights at Boca Chica. Mm. Mm. You know, Love that. And yes. they, they have the mariachis and yeah, the any any good Mexican restaurant, there'll be some fun to be. It'll be very spirited and lively tonight, which, um, you know, if I hadn't tested positive for COVID <laughs> yeah. yesterday, I'm going to. Lady quarantine. Yeah, lady quarantine. Lady quarantine. Lady Love quarantine. It. So <laughs> speaking of that, so as if we haven't all watched enough TV Already, for some reason, um, uh, between today and tomorrow, there is so much new television mm-hmm. dropping. And our Silver Fox, Mr. Darcy himself, Colin Firth, he's coming back not only to the movie theaters, but he's coming back in a show. And Grant, I think you posted this a few days ago. It's a show called The Staircase, mm-hmm. and it's a true crime story, Brittany. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was based on a podcast, I believe. Yeah, and then they made um, a, a real-life documentary on it. Yes, yes, and it's about this crime writer played by Colin Firth who's convicted of murdering his wife after throwing her down the stairs in their house. Yeah, it... the. Okay, so I have, like, we watched the documentary, I think I watched it, like, six years ago. And uh, there are so many twists and turns. The moment you think you have a hardcore opinion, something crazy will pop up and you go, now I think the exact opposite. And it happens so so many times in this. Do you think this has the possibility, like we were talking about Escape at Danamora earlier, that this true crime series and just the fact Colin Firth, do you think this would be a good show to watch? Beyond. I actually say, because the documentary was done in a way where you could tell the funding wasn't there, but the story was. Mm -hmm. I think that they're going to do this in a way that will be um, kind of reminiscent of like uh, the the thing about Pam, where it... And I think it'll be better than that. I think it'll be a story worth watching in the way they're telling it. I mean, even if they just took the facts, but the fact that they're making it dramatic, it is there's so many things involved in this story where you're constantly going, okay, that changes things. Okay, that changes things. And you'll go back and forth 14 times by the end. 
All right, well, do you want to hear what Colin Firth has to say? Because I don't know, yeah. you guys. Has he been on any television series? No, I don't think I've seen him anywhere for a while. Yeah, not for a while. Yeah, I mean, I don't know that he's been on... Um, see, uh, this this drops on HBO Max. It's already dropped today. It's called The Staircase. But here he is. Um, he sat down with uh, Lucky Lara at uh, GMA this morning. Mama Mia, baby. <laughs> I, I can run, but I can't hide. Please. Yeah. Well, look, you know, if you can manage to make a second one, and I guess you can make a third and a fourth and a fifth, because it was already a miracle, I think, that you... you could, that you came back. Yeah, I mean, is there enough material for a sequel? Well, they did it. And uh, if people want it, uh, I would do it just to see my friends again on some beautiful island. All right, so we've got one of the, the stars <laughs> booked for this. I, was it as joyful to make those movies as it as it was to watch them? Um, improbable as it is, yes. Uh, because quite often, you know, when it looks fun, it isn't. We're actually at work, uh, and it's hard work to make a thing look fun. But You're doing that thing called acting. Yes. <laughs> Not so much this time. Oh, mm. no, that's it, how it feels. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't nighttime when it was supposed to be nighttime. You know, we weren't as drunk as we looked because, you know, we were, to we were there all day. And, and during normal working hours. But actually, it was just the sheer joy of this group of people. And it, I don't know, there's something about ABBA. Whatever you think of them, whether you liked them back in the day, and I'm old enough, you know, when they were in the charts. Mm -hmm. I pretended not to like them, but I probably secretly did. How can you not? No, I just love that Lara didn't even get around to the staircase. Isn't that funny? Yes, yeah. 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 I, think, I think people who are fans of Mamma Mia, it's like a cult, right? Like, you are so into it. And I think this is... Talking about that probably for him is a good get. And he doesn't seem like the type you're right. And maybe it's because he doesn't do that many interviews that she's got to hit up on some of the things they really want to know. Well, and we do. And he is so charming. Oh. And, you know, Julia and I accosted him. There's no other way to put it at the Four Seasons in Beverly Hills. Uh, he was nominated. He was in that Tom Ford movie about a man and another man. I can't remember the name of it, but we were coming we saw him and we just you know jumped up and we introduced ourselves and we just said we know we're going to see you at the sag awards and we're Lori and julian would you please please say hello to us on sunday even though your mean publicist isn't going to let you <laughs> and he was so nice to us i mean literally we accosted him he's getting out of his town car walking to his room and he couldn't have been nicer and he shook both of our hands and he was tall oh i bet he was and he so was by himself handsome. he's so handsome and i thought julia was gonna faint because yeah you know bridget jones diary and that's you know and um and then sure enough on sunday which was two days later and he was the last person up the red carpet, and his publicist was dragging him away. And he said, no, I must stop and say hello to my friends from Minnesota. <gasps> That's cool. No way! Yes. And he came over, and he just showed, good to see you, ladies. You look beautiful. I'm on my way in. But he had, like, that is so rare. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like it, it's a true person there, not just an actor or a Hollywood elite. He was a, he wanted to be a person. I think the movie. Yeah, were... he just you know, and we didn't really give him any a choice because when the two <laughs> of us decide to tumble forward towards somebody, breathlessly talking and telling you how handsome you are, it's really it's a tsunami of emotion. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's right. I think the movie you were thinking of is a single man in two thousand nine. It was called yes. a single man. 
Tom Ford. A single movie. man. So that's so we met him that following year. But anyway, I'm curious to watch Colin in the staircase based on what you said, Brittany. Uh, here's the other people in it. Tony Collette. Oh, wow. Parker Posey, who was just like kind of stole the show in Lost in Space or Will Robinson. Um, uh, let's see. Patrick Schwarzenegger and Sophie Turner are all in this. Wow. There's and a so lot of big names. <laughs> a lot of big names. Yeah, I'm excited. I will watch this, even though I watched the documentary. In the documentary, it was like, I think, 13 episodes long. It was very long. And it was, I, I enjoyed the whole thing. I remember it was one of those ones that we like stayed up till like 2 a.m. because every time was a cliffhanger. So I think this will be great. It, yeah. Um, the only, uh, I, I did watch Grant last night, um, one episode of Under the Banner of Heaven. Okay. Which is the one Andrew Garfield. Now, Brittany, you might know about this one, too, because this was based on the John Krakauer novel, Under the Banner of Heaven, and it's a true crime story that took place in Utah, like in the early 80s, kind of a shocking crime, and it seemed like it was an obvious answer, the husband, but a very long, complicated uh, story evolves, but Andrew Garfield is in it, and um, it was, yeah, Casey and I were kind of, like, intrigued because John Krakauer is executive producing it, and I don't know if you ever read Into Thin Air, his book about the trek to Mount Everest, but he's a terrific writer. Oh, yeah. this sounds really good. I found a small clip about a reaction Sophie Turner talking about him in the staircase. We want. Do you want to listen to it for a quick second? Yeah. Let's here we listen. go. This is what I think we were trying to get here from uh, GMA. As expect to see a Colin Firth like you've never seen before. What does she mean? Well, I mean, I, I can't uh, speak for her, but um, no, I, I suppose I've been, I've been. There's been a pattern in the kind of roles I've been offered, and they've tended to be very, very British, and <laughs> uh, you know, there's been a sort of romantic. Uh, slant to them, and uh, that's not the case. Yeah. This is not the case yeah. at all. And, and you, as you said, we don't know the ending. We don't. I mean, people have asked, you know, why do this? We've seen the documentary, we've read about it, we know the story. I would question that. I'd say, do you know the story? Mm -hmm. uh, and I think this is an exploration, I think, beyond just the facts. It's not just a whodunit. Yeah, yeah. It, goes, it goes much, much deeper. Indeed. How does it feel to be back on TV? Um, it's strange. I've, I've had a, an impulse to get back to the long form, just because I've watched actors the do form, work, Brittany. which, you know, mm. you can get into the nuances, you can develop a character over a longer period of time, and I've envied that. But this is a new world, you know, I was a little bit out of my depth at times, just, you know, where am I in this Ugh. long... I yeah. want him to bite my neck. Is that wrong <laughs> to know. say? Maybe he was on a BBC America production of something. The long form. Mm. The long form oh. of TV. Thank you, Grant. I, but okay. yeah. I do have to tell you guys, too, I have been watching Outer Range. Oh, good. Oh, isn't that good? <laughs> oh, good. We'll get two more episodes tonight at midnight. I'll be watching them. I'm not caught up yet, but I'm just telling you, you guys nailed it. Like, oh, yeah. that is so, I am that demo. It is so good. So thank you for that. It it really is. But even though, I mean, I looked at Casey and I said, I feel like I just took mushrooms or something. <laughs> That's true. It's, it's so out there what it wants your mind to think is happening. Oh, no. Okay. Is it in a good way or bad way? Are we, am I? Well, no, 
I mean, I mean, I don't know. And it's been years and years since I took mushrooms. And I just really <laughs> remember dancing to the B-52's Rock Lobster album. Um, <laughs> I, You know, I don't know why. It's just surreal. Yeah. The imagination of that show. It's a good one. And I, yeah, I highly recommend it. If you, if you like a little bit of sci-fi and a little bit of a... Uh, a small town drama. I am here for it. Yes, but we yeah. got to get to right, Holly listen, for that dirtler. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we got to go. It's time for the dirtler. We're getting all enraptured with our <laughs> own words, Miss Brittany. <laughs> my bad. We'll be right back. This is a my talk dirt alert. Holly, happy Cinco de Mayo. Yes, Lori is. Cheers. Yes, indeed. Uh, Happy to be here as always on any Thursday and Cinco de Mayo especially. And hello, Brittany. Hello, Grant. Hey, Holly. Um, Hola. Did you? You know what? We're going to touch on the Amber Heard Johnny Depp case. Okay, perfect. So disturbing. Yeah. Now, Amber Heard, it's her second day on the stand. And Amber Heard is now testifying in this defamation lawsuit. And uh, some of the things, it it was a lot of testimony today. But page six running with this story and the headline that Amber Heard testified that Johnny Depp hated James Franco and screamed at her over love scenes shared with James Franco. So this was all concerning the movie The Adderall Diaries, which Amber Heard co-starred with Franco in back in 2015. Amber Heard test. What a was that based on a book or something? What a what a that doesn't even sound like a good movie. Well, you know what? Here's the thing. We don't really remember it. <laughs> so, no, okay. I suppose, so I suppose that speaks for itself. Uh, yeah. But uh, regarding this movie, Amber Heard said that Johnny Depp hated, hated James Franco and was already accusing me of kind of secretly having a thing with him in my past since we had done Pineapple Express together. Now, Amber Heard said she was filming the Adderall Diaries back in 2014. Oh, God, she was Right. I forgot she was in Pineapple Express and that other one. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Depp was filming the movie Black Mass, the uh, Whitey Bulger movie, in Boston. Mm -hmm. And Amber Heard claimed that they frequently fought over James Franco over the phone. And Amber Heard testified today that he had already been upset with me, he being Johnny, and accused me in many arguments about not telling him about scenes that I had if I had a kissing scene. She said any sort of romantic scene, and I wasn't explicit about what... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I was going to do, then I was accused of having withheld information and hiding it from him. So I didn't want the fight, of course, and I didn't want the argument, but I had to kind of eggshell tiptoe around how to tell him when I had any sort of scene like that. Now, this goes along with further testimony that Amber Heard gave today, uh, basically outlining the fact that Johnny Depp seemingly was a very jealous, jealous partner. Oh. And the, the bigger thing ha- that happened yesterday was that when she said, well, you know, cocaine Johnny is very different from Adderall Johnny. Like she listed all these from, you know, all the ways that he's been wasted. And you were just like, what if this guy doesn't remember any of his terrible, 
behavior. They had such a toxic relationship, not to blame, you know, I don't know, you know, between the two of them, they just, we knew this was going to end in disaster, Holly, years ago. Yeah. Now, Amber Heard also claiming that Johnny Depp Mm. got physically violent with her and said he denies, right, which Johnny Depp denies. Amber Heard says that Johnny Depp slapped her on Mm. the face. Wow. You know, among other things. So all just now. I mean, she's got at least one or two more days on the stand. Yeah. Yeah. The testimony is going to continue from Amber Heard in the next several days, at least going into tomorrow. And then we've maybe we've never seen uh, such a tumble. Yeah, this it's you know what? It's a it's a lot to watch. And it's I have not been watching the trial in real time because I'm busy during that time usually. But just even reading the testimony, it's very harrowing. It's it is it is just not fun to listen to in any way, shape or form. You're just like, these are two people who are suffering. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Did you watch the Game of Thrones prequel trailer? Uh, Grant posted it for us. Yes. And yes, we did. We're excited. Baby Dragons. Baby Dragons, the House of the Dragon trailer has been released today. This is the Game of Thrones prequel series that's coming out in August on HBO. And it's promising baby dragons, among other things. Oh, okay. Holly, (laughs) Holly, be real with me. Did you feel like those wigs were just a little busted looking? Like, are we worried about the budget on this? Oh, no. Oh, well, you know, a lot of wigs are not looking particularly good these days. And I say that (laughs) because what, what show was I watching? Oh, it was a show that I liked, and today it was announced that it's getting a second season. It's the HBO Max show Minx, which is set in the 1970s. That has been renewed for a second season over on HBO Max. But some of the wigs on that show are just looking a little off. What's going on? I don't know, but I suppose... You know what? Wigs are the first. They they cut the budget Uh on the hair and makeup. Uh, Well, and I suppose it's ultimately, it's just adjusting my vision for what it looks like for people in 2022 to play people in the 1970s when we right. actually have authentic footage of what people used to look like in mm. the 1970s. And so you, much hair. So much hair, mm-hmm. wrinkles, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. looking a little just... There were no injectables back in the 1970s. You didn't have a yeah. mail-order yeah, fashion be, squad. Yeah, yeah, you could be 19 and you could easily pass for 30. Exactly. Well, your mail order squad was coming from Sears and that was about it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Montgomery Ward if you were lucky. It's kind of, mm-hmm. it's my hypothesis that I like to call the Joan Crawford Johnny Guitar situation. <laughs> Meaning uh- <laughs> that, ba- that back in the 50s, Joan Crawford starred in a Western called Johnny Guitar, but bless her heart, her eyebrows were just painted on and shellacked like it was good old 1951. Oh, but it's like, that's yeah. probably what old-timey Western people thought when they saw Joan Crawford and her penciled in brows and perfectly red lipstick. Yeah, This is right. what we're experiencing. Yeah. The Johnny Guitar conundrum. <laughs> Oh God, that's so God, that's so good. I hope you're watching the offer, Holly. I actually caught Godfather Part Two, the original one, the other night. So I, I have did, to catch so. up with that. It's on my okay. list. Oh right, yeah, that uh, the offer is really good if you have HBO Max about oh. the making of the Godfather. Miles Teller is a snack and a half. Ooh, hello. Yeah.
<laughs> All right. Well, happy Thursday. Hey, thanks, Holly. You're thanks welcome. so much. We appreciate it. What's uh, happening on the roads, Grant? Well, we've got something to report. I just want to say that uh, the offer is actually on Paramount Plus, not HBO oh, Max. Paramount Plus. Yes, thank you. Just thank for you. listeners to go Too there. Too much TV. My brain's exploding. That's true. But yes. All right. This is breaking mm. news in the theory in the diet longer life area. Mm-hmm. Posted just an hour ago from the University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center, I got my breaking bulletin, eating during the day instead of at night could add years to your life. Whoa. Wait. So we're golden. I mean, I'm not a nighttime eater. This Neither is a magical oh, news for me. I'm screwed. Oh, but Grant's eyes got real oh, panicked. I literally stuffed my... I wait all day long. I go home, I eat a big meal, and then about three, four hours after that, I'll fall asleep, wake up 20 minutes later, and just stumble my way into the kitchen. But, and What find, time? What time is that going eh, down? One, 12 at night. I'm a Julia. You know, She's looking for her carbs and yeah. ice cream. I do that at about oh. midnight, 12, 20 at night. Well, not good. This not good. is promising news for the rest of us that eat during the daytime. Yeah, good, very yeah. bad news for those of you who are nocturnal eaters. Yes, I. I mean, I definitely. If I can't sleep, I'll maybe go have a piece of toast. But like, it's rare. I feel like after dinner, I I'm mean, set. Well, I'm, I'm done. So I, hungry at I am a daytime eater. I'm I too. Yeah. I mean, you're. I guess you either you are or you aren't. Right. I guess if you work nights, you have no choice. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the the studies they have on working nights on in your longevity as uh, somebody who works well nights, smoke. you might as well. You might as well. Smoke. You might as well. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. Smoke them if you got them. Uh, all right. Well, so that's breaking news. I don't. I don't have time to get into all of it. I okay. really brought. This we appreciate it. Though. Theory for you, Brittany. Ooh, because um, you're all things TikTok. Yes. We're gonna call this theory the TikTok rabbit hole. Oh gosh. I was delighted to read that people who are TikTokers mm-hmm. that. On the regular, 64% of TikTokers would rather watch hashtag clean talk than uh, clean their own house. And I thought, well, I'm not on TikTok, but I could get behind this trend because I absolutely hate cleaning my house. Oh, clean talk is so good. Okay. Is it? Yes. It's so funny that you said that because I follow, there's this uh, lady who is, um, she's a cleaning lady or a house. I don't know if that's the correct term, but that's her job. Anyways, she'll give you all these crazy tips that she uses for the houses she cleans, including she showed how you take apart the toilet seat to really like get in there Wait, really but will easily. Will you ever do this? No, of no. course okay. I won't, Lori. Okay. But like that's what's the you go oh and then you save it and you can save it in little files and have it under like okay. you know like housework. Will I right. ever pull that up and use it? No, but no. it's very satisfying to watch her kill right. it. How how the ones I like are how have I lived this long without knowing how to do this yeah, this yeah. way? And it's usually like a oh, cleaning trick Grant, or something like that. Yeah. Grant, I'm gonna put that under the forty percent who find it very satisfying watching the organ organizing. That's, oh yeah. That's a good part of it. Oh yeah, and right now I'm accidentally in like what to do, sleep training and newborn and all this stuff for like educating kids. I'm never going to use any of it, and I know that, but I have them saved, and it helps me but, with my anxiety. <laughs> you know what, Brittany? I have a theory that you will glean a couple things okay. that you're going to take with you that make sense to you that will you'll incorporate as 
your instincts take over. Okay, so like it'll like seep into me by accident. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, because sometimes I get wanting to be prepared, yeah. you know, about everything and read as much as possible, especially with the idea of, oh my God, I'm going to have a human. A human. Dependent on me, you know. You know what's so crazy, Lori? So, you know how I work at Secondhand Hounds? We don't let people bring a dog home without doing a house check, but they will let me bring this baby home and nobody checks on us. Not once. Nobody looks at her home. I don't want checks like that, you know, happening. There's already enough checks already happening on our vaginas. Agreed. I don't want them. But I also, as somebody who's like, wait, this is, we're like, will somebody just come home with me and just show me like three things? (laughs) Like, no, well, yeah, okay. you know, and yeah. most of the time I, you know, did you just got to trust that people want to have, you know, bring, bring home those children. But yes, yeah. I think all your little TikTok things that you might be watching yeah, about in. just tricks and tips and all the kind of stuff that like new moms are going to want to know. I think it's just going to click for you and you're going to take what makes sense. That's I, my theory. I also think too, here's my theory is that um, our education system is going to start utilizing these short, um, you know, little methods of like yeah. taking this on because it, the way it gives you information is just, I think easier for our brains. It's like these little chunks, uh, you know, little chunks of knowledge with like breaks mm-hmm. in between and I retain it yes. so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's stuff I retain where I was like, wow, like, you know, this. So I think there's going to be some like re- revolutionary app that's going to work like TikTok, but for schools. Love it. Yeah. It's going to just be called, we're all just going to talk in sound bites. Exactly. <laughs> well, we won't have a job because we're going to only have to say like, fallopian tubes are here. Or, yeah, I don't know. Whatever that's you want right. to learn. <laughs> That's right. The other the other oddly satisfying TikTok rabbit hole is you guys well probably you do cooking and baking. That's yep. probably not yeah. a surprise. Yeah, that's on I I've got a lot of saved that I've never done. And then and then the AMSR, the whispering and the you know all that now, all that, you know, talking. Now, now I'm AMSR whisper page. stuff. Oh. This bottle is made mm-hmm. of aluminum. But I, said normal. <laughs> Aluminum. Uh, oh man, yeah. There is so many rabbit holes that you can go down on TikTok. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, now here's here's another theory. Um, although you guys probably already practiced this theory, I think um, this comes as no surprise. So it could be a study of dub, but the average consumer is going to drop um, three out of their five streaming services in the next like thirty days. Yeah, I think it's because of summer. Yes, that absolute, absolute one's cabin season water. I think Minnesota, we have it hard because we have to put yeah. everything in the summer. It's already a balancing act because I'm doing Diary of a Wimpy Kid on Saturday and also the Bryn Mawr garage sale. So you're right. Like, there's just not enough time in a day. And, and I do like how you can just drop some for the month. That's that's a good yeah theory. grant do you agree like that do you know a lot of people they're they're just gonna snip uh the streaming services it got to be too many yeah that's that's where we're at we got to sit down in our household and figure out what we're, we what and what we have and there's some packages though that you can combine some of them that would be nice too but as soon as it gets nice out i'm gonna drop some of them because i'm not gonna sit down and watch tv we haven't had a spring yet i want to go outside i know right, right. but it, i know what that is 
That is everybody. That is a true theory. Everybody is chomping at the bit but, to just be outside and be in fresh air. Yeah. Get so. ready though to be in a fight with Lily because you will not agree which ones are the essentials. That's true. Oh, that's a great point. It is a very, we've had this talk many times and I told you my husband what? like, cause he was like, well, we should get rid of this or that. And I was like, no, the baby's coming. Like, I don't know what my schedule is. I don't know what's going to be like. I don't know if I'm going to lean on oh. it or not. Well, you're pulling the baby card, Brittany. You get to do this one. Um, Grant, just play rock, paper, scissor. There we go. It really is hard. Cause I, what I think is just, essential, just do... he doesn't. And he doesn't even yeah. know about my side subscription I have of, so I can watch Bravo unlimited. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He doesn't yeah, even Brittany. know about that one. Oh, yeah, you're you're gonna be a mom. You can get away with anything. Grant yeah. and his gal are gonna have to play rock paper scissors to mm-hmm. settle this. Like yeah. in your mind, Lori, if you had to keep yeah. only two, what two would you keep? Great question. Um, I guess I'd keep. Uh, I mean, I I don't count HBO because that's but, part of my cable. So okay, for but streaming, I yeah. would say. Right now, it would be Netflix and Paramount Plus. Okay. And mine would be because ours is separate, HBO and Netflix right now. And I don't know why, because I should be picking up other ones, but I just love HBO. Yeah. Mine would be Paramount Plus for sure, because I got to have Yellowstone. And I think I'm going to have to go with Prime, even though it hasn't been that great. I've got a couple shows I'm addicted to with this Outer Range, The Boys. Yeah. That's right. Prime would be one that I would not be able to get rid of, even though I'm not a big Amazon guy. Netflix. Isn't that yeah. funny how everyone prioritizes it differently? Like, yeah. And I think, honestly, right now, Netflix is, I don't know why, I just always have had it. I don't want to get rid of it, but. But it went up to nineteen ninety nine. It went up so much. That's I know. Like we could have told their shareholders this was going to happen when we got notified six weeks ago about this. Yeah. I know. I know. And Remember honestly, and once they get rid of the office, too, because I rely so much on having the office on in the background. Yeah. Or, All right. We got we to gotta go. Yep. Just glad we figured this out. Yep. All right, Grant, I'm trying to figure out why you're playing this song. It's a mariachi band. Playing Crazy oh. Train for Cinco de Mayo. Oh, Listen to God. it. Listen to it. Listen to it again. I, 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 I don't know. Celebration is Cinco I de Mayo. I love it. No, I love it. Right? I'm like, I, I go, I I think my head is kind of like congested. No, you know what I mean? No, I totally get it. Because you, you'd be like, why are we playing Crazy Train? Because you'd focus on knowing the song. I'm... Uh, unpopular opinion. I think I like that version more than the original. That's true. Oh my gosh, that's so well. That is a very classic version, and I love that the mariachi played Crazy Town. And um, my, I have a couple of nephews who think that is the best song of all time ever. Yeah, you know, Ozzy. They oh, just yeah. think. There's oh, I'll nothing. find that. I think I just saw that. Yeah, Crazy Town. Mary. Right. I'll find it. Yeah, oh, so and fun. Just, um, but you know what set my heart. Um, BD and I had to send it to Grant last night. Yesterday was the last day of filming for Milo Ventimiglia and Mandy Moore as their characters, Jack and Rebecca, on This Is Us. It's a wrap. Are you guys bumming? Are you are you are glad that they are ending uh, it when what? they do? Julie and I have loved that show every season, every I think maybe there was a time, a little bit of time in the fourth season where we complained about something, but I can't remember what. Yeah. But we've loved that show. It speaks to us every week. And, and we don't mind. It's like really the only show I don't mind crying. I mean, I'm I like I cry every week. Um, and do you feel like they did a good job 
Oh, taking it to a place and ending it, or do you wish they would do more seasons? No, I mean, I think I think everything they're doing is just has been amazing, and and uh, you know, Rebecca or Mandy Moore said, you know, th- I mean, they'll never have this kind of working experience together. Mm-hmm. So beautiful together, their characters were so believable. The words they had, the co-stars. I just I think everything about that show is. You know, wonderful. Just done well. Really done well. That's cool. I'm I'm sad yeah. for you guys. I'm I'm but I'm I'm glad that you uh, have liked the journey. Oh my gosh, uh, Brittany, we have loved it. And you know, the thing is, the really sick thing is, is that been fans of Milo Ventimiglia since he was Rory's boyfriend on Gilmore. Right. <laughs> I mean, we've been, I, I like, I've been a fan of him. Yeah. I think he's, he's like such an interesting actor and kind of, I think he must've been like 24, 25 when he was on the Gilmore girls, but you know, we've seen him in person and we love him on that show and the camera loves him and He's 42 and never been married, and he sure looks good in short shorts. <laughs> Maybe that's the key. Don't get married. Uh, who knows? The longevity. Um, uh, there's a whole theory with Gilmore Girls that Rory is the bad guy. What are your thoughts? Um, No, I can't. I, I never went that deep on that show. Mm-hmm. I just enjoyed that show. It was a family show for Casey and I and his daughter. Okay. You know, we just watched it. We... We didn't ever get that serious okay. uh, about it or anything. Yeah. yeah. So we I we just enjoyed because I feel like uh, Casey's daughter was the same age as uh, Rory. Yeah, that was a fun. They had great. Uh, the writing on that show was was pretty. Oh, the writing and Suki. Yeah, you know, yeah. Melissa McCarthy and I loved. Uh, but you know what? I guess I I didn't really like the reboot. I guess if as I recall, I was just kind of like um, it felt like it was just trying so hard it made me my teeth hurt yeah i think there are times with these reboots and grant will probably disagree with us because he is a nostalgic aholic yeah um but there are times in the reboot where i go to myself this didn't need to happen like this was an unnecessary experience um and i hate i would say that fuller house was an example of that as well that was not good yeah but there there are some, too, that I'm like, I, I would love to see this come back. I know people felt strongly, like, I know people love the Friends reunion, but I don't think Friends, if it came back, I don't think no. it would be enjoyable. And even that reunion was oh, yeah. kind of um, awkwardly yeah. uncomfortable a few different times. Yeah, Watching I mean, that. well, then there's the whole, I got dental surgery a day prior that they tried to push, and you're like, no, this is just, uh, this is just very sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we we did watch it. I think that was last. Like that's how that's what we were looking forward to last May. I was going to say, but but to our defense, we didn't have a lot going on. I mean, I watched the yeah. You know, I I really liked was the um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion, and I was bawling during that. And I look back and I go, I would, I, I wasn't even that into Fresh Prince of Bel Air, but yeah, that's how hard up you? I was bawling. They were, they were doing like an ode to the, the dad who had died and all this. I don't right. know. And they, they let Will Smith um, run it. Like he, he was the host of it. And you could just tell they had so much love for each other. And 
again, it was during COVID and I was hard up for entertainment and probably just wanted to cry in general. And it just gave me that excuse. (laughs) So loved it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, I skipped that one, but I read the headlines. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure you you did. I, um, I don't know if you had a chance. I think Grant posted Jane Fonda is on the cover of Glamour. She's beyond. The last time she was on the cover was like 1959. It's just kind of a fun interview. And she really is delighted to be almost 85 and never realizing she this would be like the happiest time of her life. Yeah. Like if you told her 40 years ago, hey, at 85, you're going to be happier than you are right now. You wouldn't have believed it. I that That's probably so true in so many times in our lives. We go back and go... Huh. Yeah. If I would have known 30 was this fun, I would have done it earlier. That's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Brittany, and uh, this was so fun. Will you uh, be here again tomorrow in case Julia's not feeling up to it? I'm a thousand percent in, and I will not be late with an ultrasound this time. <laughs> oh, I'll have a different so excuse. Grand, thank you. Hey, thanks, Lori. Have a good one. We'll see you tomorrow. Yep, see you guys tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.